Hey, and welcome to episode 84 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, uh, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. You can follow us on Threads, Instagram, uh, at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you want to pick up your podcasts from. Uh, and please do send us your questions or comments or whatever via the Google form, linked in the podcast information blurb, or you can also drop us an email at sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Oli, konnichiwa. Ah, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. How's it going, How are man? you? I'm good. I'm very good. I have been playing a whole lot of video games recently, which I will be happy Good, because we're a video games podcast. Yes, so. but even better, you've been away, haven't you? I have been a little little jolly, a little jolly holly. Um, so as we spoke about a few weeks ago, I booked a last minute trip to Japan, which has been the trip of a lifetime, and it really was the trip of a lifetime. Um, I've actually put a section of the show at the end of the, the the roster this week to talk about my Japan trip. Yes. And just how like it's the it's the it's the end goal for all nerds. It really is. Yeah, you've got to sell me on Japan. I mean, you don't really need to sell me. Oh, on I don't Japan, need to. But you, you need to sell me on a trip to Japan, an immediate trip to Japan. I mean, I reckon in a couple of words, I can sell you. Um, uh, there's well, two Pokemon centers. There you go. Wow. Get out there. Wow! 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 Um, I, but let's before we get into it, let's go over what we're going to be talking about this week because there's a lot of stuff that's been happening in the last yes. few weeks while I've been away. Been Turns lot. out, me leaving the country has been the the stopper in the bottle, they the cork like, in the bottle, as it were. Mods, mods are asleep. Break unity. Get, let, let's wreck it. So, <laughs> yeah, um, after we've talked about what we've been playing and watching, we're going to talk about the Microsoft leak, uh, the Unity drama, the Capcom president saying game prices are too low. Sounds mm. lovely. Mm. Uh, Nintendo Direct, which we which happened while I was gone. We were expecting a bigger Direct, but we didn't really get much. Um, Cyberpunk's had a patch, and people are referring to it as Cyberpunk Resurrected. And then, of course, we will talk a little bit about Japan and how wonderful it was. Yes. So, Ollie, what you mentioned you've been playing lots of video games. What have you been playing or watching? Right. So, I have been having a little bit of a Game Pass spree. Um, okay. So recently, I downloaded what was it? Solar Ash, the game by the people who made um, Hyperlight Drifter. Hyperlight Drifter, yes. Yep. Um, and because I was wondering, because Hyperlight Drifter was really popular, and I really liked Hyperlight Drifter, uh, and I was wondering why people hadn't weren't talking much about Solar Ash. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll give it a shot and try it out. It is quite a different game, and thematically, I can see where they're going for, but like. Execution-wise, it just feels weird. Like, the gameplay okay. is a bit weird and floaty. And, like, it it feels like it's nearly there. Like, it's nearly, like, a very nice, like, 3D, high-speed platforming kind of thing. But it's just kind of, like, falls flat a little bit. Um, okay. Which is weird. I feel like this was maybe a test for them to see if they could transition to 3D so that when they release their new... To, like, basically to prepare themselves to make their new game, which they're currently working on, which is Hyperlight Breaker, which is, like, the roguelike thing, which mm. I'm looking very forward to. Yeah, but, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Yeah, so the Ash was just a bit weird. I think I did, like, the first two bosses, and I was a bit like, okay, I think I'm good now. <laughs> if I remember rightly, this is the one that's a bit like Sonic on Rails, isn't it? Like, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's all like grind rails and stuff. I remember, I'm trying to think back to the trailer I saw. Yeah, it, it's it's free movement, and it's like, you go quite fast, and you skate. Like, you hold, you have a button to skate, and I don't understand why you would not want to just hold that button down the whole time. Um, and then uh. you boost everywhere. And the boost feels really satisfying, and it's good. But then, 
after that, the execution just gets a bit... Like, it just... You don't feel fully in control of your character all the time. And maybe that's just, like, well, that, a skill thing. But That's like, also really bad game design, though, when the core function of movement for your character requires you to hold a button down. Yeah. Like, it's the, it's the problem that GTA had. GTA Five had a big problem with this. Uh, you had to keep tapping the button to make your character run. Oh, the sprint, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I broke, I broke a lot of controllers playing that game. Yeah. And it's just not fun, because it's like, this is the majority of my travel... Why am I having to do just this tapping. interaction? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a, it's. I guess it's like this kind of weird game design where it's like they're trying to, you know. I guess in GTA's case, it's like that's how they make cars worth it, right? I mean, obviously cars are like more speedy, but then you also don't have to like tap. You can just hold down the button. Versus hmm. like yeah, but anyway, um, yeah. So so Solar Ash, eh? I mean, it's on Game Pass and it was free, which is why I downloaded it and tried it out. Um. I don't think I'll finish it, but uh, since the last episode, um, I have played Armored Core 6, and I was really enjoying it, um, but I think, again, I just couldn't keep my attention on it. Um, well, the, let's be fair, there has been a massive influx of games recently. Yeah, like, it's super hard to focus on anything. I tried Starfield as well. Um, it's... I don't think it's for me. I think this is the thing. This is the thing. It's just open world, too open worldy. Like I, I tried to play Arm. I tried to play Starfield, and instead I was just like, well, I can just play Armored Core Six instead, <laughs> and just played that, um, which seems like fun. And I do like mechs, and I do like the game. It's just, I think it's just there's too many games right now. Yeah. Because the real game, the real single player game that's been taking up my time recently in the past few days, is Lies of P. Oh, how are you finding it? I I love it. I think it's really good. I was not it's, expecting to like it as much as it's I almost did. Bloodborne too, isn't it? Like it yeah, almost it, oh, is Bloodborne it's, too. It's a it's a it's a yoink and twist. I mean, it's not even a yoink and twist. It's just a yoink. It's just, it's like basically mm. the same thing. It's like the closest thing to a Soulsborne game that's not a Soulsborne game that I've ever played. But it's um, like copy the homework, but don't make it look like you've you know make it look like it's your own. But they haven't quite they, yeah, made it look like their own. They really haven't. I mean, like the thing is, is like thematically, I do like the thematic, the you know the theme of like the Pinocchio adjacent stuff, um, which is cool. The setting seems pretty interesting. Um, like I, I like the demo. The... I played the demo. Yeah, it's on game. It's in, it's on Game Pass. So yeah, I know, like, I know. I just I played the demo when it was announced months yeah, ago. Yeah. And I just I just haven't got round to it yet. I mean, I've just come back from Japan, so yes. like, I've not yeah, really yeah, had yeah. much time. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm think I'm like on the fifth area of that game now, um, and I'm really enjoying it. It's hooked me in a way I was not expecting. I think there's a lot of interesting things that they do in terms in systems design in terms of like. Uh, when you unlock a weapon to make it kind of like Bloodborne, instead of making it like a switch thing, you can kind of craft new weapons by, like, basically combining different handles and different blades of weapons. Okay, that's which cool. Which is which is cool, but it means that you get these weird things. Like, for example, I now have um, a dagger, right? So there's a handle of a dagger. So it has a it has a dagger move set, but the blade is just a great sword blade. So I basically just have a it's, huge it's dagger. Yeah, it's playable and it works. Okay. It just means that you basically get like the speed of a dagger. Like imagine the attack animation of a dagger. So it's very fast, but with the range of a great sword. So you just like it just feels really like broken, but fun in that regard. But I, I like that it lets you do that though, because you yeah. can break the game in your own way. Yeah, they were just like fuck it, just go mm. crazy, I guess. 
Um, and the arm, the, like, it, it's so funny, because you can see how they basically just looked at every single FromSoft game, and just went, like, okay, yoink that bit, yoink that bit, take <laughs> this bit, like, it's, like, you know, they've got, like, the, did you, did you play Sekiro? Uh, no, I've got it. I haven't played it. Again, it's okay. just, it's on my mega list. Yeah, so. so so they basically took the perfect parry mechanic from Sekiro and the kind of, like, um, posture breaking, and they also took the arm. Like, in Sekiro, you have, like, an arm which you can equip different weapons to, like, different, like, okay. styles of things. And in Lies of P, you have the same thing. So you basically have, like, a, your puppet arm, essentially, and you can equip, like, you can craft different types of arms to equip there. So it's, like, essentially just, like, an extra utility weapon kind of thing. So the one that I'm using a lot is, I mean, it's the one that you start with, but you can upgrade them to get new abilities. So you basically just have a grappling hook. But you use it instead to grapple towards enemies or to bring enemies to you, essentially. Wow. So it's I mean, the gameplay is great. Like, it just feels like a Soulsborne. I will say, it, like, it feels a bit slower. Like, the animations feel a bit more, like, weird. But, like, in general, the boss design's great. Like, all the encounters have been really good. Um, the level design is a bit lazier. but And it's more formulaic. Like, you can basically see, like, it feels less, like... You're in a well, you know, like in Dark Souls when you're playing through a level, it does feel like it's it's a real place, right? Kind of. Yeah, because it all wraps together as well, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you go and it makes sense kind of thematically. Whereas in this game, it's like, oh, you're in a factory, but it's designed in this very specific way. So it seems like a level designer has gone like, okay, this links to this bit, this links to this bit. There's a door here that opens here, and we need to make sure it does this so you're close to the the bonfire equivalent and all those other things. And it feels like, okay, this feels like a designed space like for gameplay rather than like thematically it's not, like, so the way the fr phrase i would use it's not masterwork but it's not bad either yeah like, it's it, not bad it's, it's, it's not like a masterwork of level design it makes sense but yeah. there's better out there yes exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean I'm, I'm enjoying it thoroughly i mean it's 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 hooked me more than i thought as in like it's it's a single player it's the first single player game in a while where i've gone like it's taken me away from playing counter-strike <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because like, you were back in that hard. Yeah, you? I mean, I still am. Also, for, so I'm still playing a lot of Counter Strike um, and TFT. But also, turns out CS2 is fully coming out today. They oh yeah, I've, it, I've actually yeah. read about this weirdly enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like last week they tweeted out on their official account. They just said like, "What are you doing next Wednesday?" <laughs> like, oh yeah, and they tweeted yesterday, uh, dawn of the final day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they've updated uh, the their, their Majora's Twitter. Mask thing. Yeah, yeah, they've updated their Twitter banner to say like, what's it? Yeah, dawn of a mm, uh, dawn of the final day, dawn of the final day, and stuff. So it is coming out today. I think it's going to be like three a.m. GMT. So... Are you staying up for it? No, 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 no. I, I have to go yeah. to the office tomorrow. So. Well, we've got work, and plus, there's just too much stuff to do at the moment. There's yeah. too many games. Like... Speaking of which, I have also been leaving my house a lot because I've been playing. Monster Hunter now. Ah, okay. I, I haven't, I haven't been pulled into it yet, but I've seen nothing but great things about it. It's really good. I mean, it's yeah. getting really fucking hard, but like, it's, mm. I'm enjoying it a lot. Like, I'm, it, I'm finally getting. I like so Pokemon Go was cool as a concept to me, but didn't really hook me because like I need more game kind of thing and po like collecting it, it's Pokemon. It's very limited. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Right, like when it first came out, so I kind of dropped it. Whereas this is like one way more well like way better optimized for mobile and two it seems to be more my kind of game so it's hooking me because i already like monster hunter so well, like, you actually fight monsters in it don't you like yeah you, you move around them and stuff and you dodge and whatnot yeah. like and yeah. they've adapted the monster hunter mechanics to mobile surprisingly well um also what i've 
so the other thing that's been interesting, so this is from a more game dev perspective, is that there seems to be zero marketing in the West. There's just none. Hmm. Like I, I may have seen some marketing for this game. <laughs> yeah, and, oh no, but because you were in Japan, right? Yeah, exactly. No, like it's oh god. When we get to that section, you yeah. have no idea, man. Like it... marketing is worshipped out there. Yeah, from from my oh. friend from from my friend who's playing the game in Japan, it sounds like it's like massive. Like it's everyone's a playing thing. it. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a yeah. smash hit. Like yeah. it's huge out it's there. It's doing really well in Japan. I think there's people playing it on the train around me, while other people were playing like their Switch. It's so cool when you're on the train because everyone's playing video games. Yeah, but they're all they're all playing like cool Japanese ones that you, oh, you don't quite understand. But we'll, we'll get to that. I, I, yeah. I, I'm holding this in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been playing a lot more Hunter now. I think I've got, I just reached like Hunter rank 35. So I think I'm quite deep in. Um, the game is getting really hard. I did monetize, which is surprising. <laughs> I okay, though, if you're getting it... that many hours out of it, it's okay to monetize. Yeah, 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 yeah. As in, like, no, because I don't normally monetize on, on mobile games, but I was like, eh, why not, man? Uh, I bought the starter pack. I don't think it would, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think it's quite worth it. But, like, is it like never the, are. The, the cost? Yeah, the. the... Yeah, they never are. The starter packs are always worthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, know, yeah, but... you always convince yourself you need that extra cosmetic yeah. or whatever that it comes with. Yeah, but I mean, still enjoying the game. Still going to be playing it, and grinding it out. Um, That's good, though. It, I would, it would. I have occasionally ran into people on the street and then not said hello to them, but I have like co-opted with random people because when you start a fight, it says like, uh, you can host it when there's players nearby. You can start a multiplayer session instead, and then that you okay. can ask them to join you. So it's like kind of like sending off a flare, essentially, um, which is cool. Uh, because the first time I was playing it, I was actually in Brighton. For my brother's stag do. So when we were just traveling between places in Brighton, I was playing, and I managed to just play with a bunch of random people that I met on the beach, which is cool. So, oh, lovely! Um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, Brighton's great. I've never been. I've never, really I've never is, been to it? Brighton it's before. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, Brighton's lovely. It's, yeah. it's a bit over the top at points, but it is yeah. genuinely lovely. It, it is London by the sea. I can yeah. see why everyone calls it London by the sea. Because it is London by the sea. Yeah, it's just London. It by might as well just be another district of London. Yeah, seriously. I was like, mm. I was like, for the price, the all the prices and everything. I was like, oh, okay, so it's just London. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. London. London but by the sea. It was lovely. Yeah, I went to Loading Bar, um, uh, down which is there, great. Which is cool. Yeah, love Loading Bar. Very nice. The one by the water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The seafront yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, it was great. Um, I think that's mostly everything I wanted to talk about in terms of what I've been playing and watching, apart from addiction to Counter Strike as usual. So, um, yeah, what well, I guess since you've been in Japan, have you been playing? Had time to play much or watch much? Uh, well, since the I've obviously been playing a lot of Switch on the uh, on the plane because yes. the flight was thirteen hours out and fourteen and a half hours back. Because oh, no. here's the thing, I didn't fly over Europe and then back. I flew over Europe, down through China, landed in Japan, and then to come back, I just went over America, up over Canada, and over the Arctic. Oh, wow. So you basically... So I've done a lap. Yeah, you've basically gone around the world. Yeah, done a whole world trip. Uh, and in that time, I watched a couple of movies, a couple of TV shows. I actually rewatched all of The Last of Us on the plane. Um, TV and... series. Yeah, the TV series, yeah, and and had a little cry at the uh, the gay episode, which just yeah. takes me out every time. Yeah. And just after that, I watched a movie called Spoiler Alert, which um, stars the guy that played Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory, but he's obviously trying to get away from his typecasting and and try something new. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's about a gay couple that are a little bit mismatched, but they meet and they have a great time and they have a life together. And then his partner gets rectal cancer and dies. 
And it starts it starts off with the partner dying, and the whole movie is the story about how you deal with that. That's quite sad. so heavy. Again, sitting on a plane, crying my eyes out like a little baby. Yes. Um, but that was really good. I would recommend the movie. It's a, it's a nice movie to. Well, I would say nice. It's it, it's a movie to watch with friends. Uh, yeah. With your sorry, with your partner. Yes. Um. So other than that, I've been playing Starfield, which I'm quite enjoying. Okay. Um. It's a slow burner. Yeah. But I do like it. I'm enjoying it. It's giving me what I need. Um. I was playing a bit of Sea of Stars, which is a lovely game. If you like Chrono oh. Cross, Chrono Trigger, yes. um, and Golden Sun, it, it feels like a sequel to Golden Sun. Really? Uh, it might as well be a sequel to Golden Sun. Oh, cool. Because you, you, if, if they released it at Golden Sun 3, I'd have been like, yep, this is fine. Because yeah. there is a Golden Sun 2. Yeah. Um, also been playing... What have I been playing? The new Kirby game. So Kirby uh, Return to Dreamland Deluxe. So I picked it up in Japan for £4. What? <laughs> Brand new. Uh, don't even get me started. Like you don't even know, man. It's just it's a different world out there, and all Switch games, by the way, are completely region free. So if there's an English version of the game, it just plays in English. Huh? Yep. Uh, yep. I've uh, been playing a game called uh, Angler Master, I think it's called, or Angler, War- a Japanese fishing game that's based on like an arcade machine, what? and it is absolutely bonkers. And I even bought the fishing controller that comes with it, so I'm like spinning around in my living room, like throwing a fishing rod over my head, which is very fun. <laughs> Uh, uh, bought arms from oh uh, Japan. Yeah. Got that for three pounds. Um, which I mean, for what? three pounds, that's a fine game. Are these all? Uh, no, so- sorry, no. Tell a lie. Arms was seven pounds. Are these all cartridges? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah but it's for my Switch. Yes. Um, and just like I bought an obscene amount of games. I bought a couple of Japanese-only games that. Um, so I messed up. I bought a copy of a game called. Um, Yo- Yokai Watch One. Yeah, I saw you posted about this on uh, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I've, I've sold it already. Like someone's bought it for forty quid. Oh, <laughs> and I paid well, like uh, I paid like eight pound for it. Don't, <laughs> don't leak. <laughs> don't leak. <laughs> it's okay. She's not listening. She's not listening. Oh my um, god. Uh, but yeah, so that that was cool. Uh, and then just you know the usual stuff. I've been playing. Um, I've I've actually been playing the Pokemon expansion, um, the Teal Mask. Yeah. Which is which is fine. It's it's perfectly fine. It's it's okay. It's it's a game that has Pokemon in it, which is what you want from a Pokemon game. It is and a Pokemon the, game, yeah. The story's quite nice. It's about a troubled little teenager who's being ignored and, and you know, no one really respects him and he just sort of becomes a bit of an asshole throughout the thing. Yeah. Um and then you meet this little ogre thing called Ogapon. And that's pretty much the whole thing. Uh, so I've been playing that and trying to fill up my Pokedex again, but I did that really quickly, so that bit was it didn't take any time at all. Um, and I think that's been everything that I've been playing and watching. Is that everything? We'll say it. We'll say it. So although, um, because of all the stuff that came out in the Game Pass, I've been slowly picking through... The, excuse me, the Game Pass titles. I've got really bad hiccups for some reason now. Mm. I've been slowly picking through my Game Pass titles, uh, but there's just so many of them. I probably couldn't point out a specific one that stood out because I'm playing them all at the moment. Golf with uh, Friends? <laughs> played that ages ago. Yeah. It's terrible. I love that. Oh game. my god! I played that game. Re- I played that game recently on Monday with some friends, and yeah, I mean, it's just dumb fun, isn't it? I can see it why is. it was so popular over the lockdown. Like, oh, tell just... you what, I've been playing Battlefront Two for some reason. The, Star, the Star Wars, Wars game. One. Yeah, because because it, it's one of the few games that. So, and this is ridiculous. The hiccups are going to be terrible. <laughs> it's one of the few games you can play on cloud streaming that doesn't really have a problem with latency. Yeah, like you can play it cloud. Cloud. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> To everyone listening, I'm so sorry about this. I just threw down my dinner so I could uh, get on the podcast and get recording. Yes. 
Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so that's been about everything I've been playing and watching. But let us jump on to uh, the article one on the list, which is the Microsoft leak. Yes. And I'll try and stop hiccuping. Um, do you want to kind of cover yes, the Microsoft yes, leak? Yes, I could, can cover So this. I can just I can hold my breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink, drink some water. Drink some water. Um, yeah, so recently um, these, micro, these internal Microsoft emails got leaked because of the... Um, the acquisition between Microsoft and Activision. So, you know, Microsoft tried to buy Activision, and then there were lots of court documents, but and they had to hand over redacted emails as part of the court process. But, as far as I'm aware, um, what happened was is that the unredacted versions of the emails got leaked, essentially. So it meant that you could see internal communications between like Phil Spencer and other members of the team, and there was some very juicy stuff in in the leaks. Um, really juicy. Yeah, very, I've, I've very finished holding my breath now as well. <laughs> and also some very interesting, um, let's say, intentions from what Microsoft, yeah. what, what Phil Spencer and Xbox want to do in the future. So. Essentially, what this has done is revealed the next 10 years of Microsoft plans, mm. which um, in video game form would be giving someone the strategy guide to every boss in the game. Like <laughs> it, it is it is bonkers how much information was, was leaked from this. And I'm actually a little bit sad about it because Microsoft were finally doing well. Mm. And this has probably knocked them back a good m- maybe five years because they're going to have to redo their entire plan now. It's it's basically leaked out their entire roadmap, their plans, their uh, their intention to buy Nintendo, which was interesting. Yeah, that was the big. Uh, which, by the way, no one's buying Nintendo. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I can tell you now, no one is buying that company. When I... we get to the Japan bit, I'll explain more about that. But yeah. no one is touching that company. Um, and there was all this other stuff as well about how they were talking about maybe buying Valve, uh, the next yeah. console being uh, released in 2028, which was going to be a hybrid console, so cloud and and physical hardware based. Mm. Uh, a new controller, which I don't think is really that important, um, and improved versions of this Series X and S consoles, and also plans for how they were going to operate Game Pass further. Yes. It was uh, a big leak. Can, very... can you imagine being the person who was responsible for that leak? Well, here's the thing. I don't think... I, I imagine, because of how these emails came out, that it wasn't someone from Microsoft that leaked these things. It was probably someone from like a court somewhere. I think so, yes. And they probably don't really care so <laughs> no because to them it's not secret is it it's yeah. just information i mean microsoft what, what, might do something about it but well, yeah. what apparently happened was you know you said about the redacted documents and stuff is yes. that they had the redacted version and the clear version mm. and they accidentally um withheld the redacted version and sent the clear version yes they basically yes. just flipped them is what yes. happened and then this person who got hold of them just went okay here's all the documentation and put it on the website where you could read it all yes so that to me isn't really a leak. That's almost intentional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's a massive fuck up. That's for sure. Huge, humongous. Like, like this is shareholder destroying information. This is like, I bet, I bet their share value was dropped. In fact, what are Microsoft shares at the moment? I don't. I, mean, I bet. I bet they haven't budged much. I feel myself. like these. Yeah. The, I feel like the things they re- revealed, like in terms of like the consoles and stuff like that, is stuff that kind of like makes sense, and it's so far in the future. It's probably like okay. Uh, in the last month, it's been lower than it's ever been. Really? Yeah, so it started out, the highest point was um, about 
two weeks ago and it was at 338.70 US dollars and now it's sitting at 312. Wow. It's dropped by, I don't know how many percent that is, but it's dropped by a lot. Mm. Uh, a lot, a lot. Like you can see on the graph, it's a massive drop because the graph is quite steady. Um, and then suddenly there's this massive drop. But it, it's not the lowest it's ever been, sorry. That's a lie. It's the lowest it's been in the last in the last six months, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Because yep. it's been on a high and then it's dropped down. But yeah, big impact. And I do kind of feel for them a little bit. But at the same time, this might shake up things a little bit because yeah. they have been getting a bit of big for their boots. I mean, um, the, w- the wording about them acquiring Nintendo is very interesting. It was like Phil Spencer basically just saying, I think the quote was along the lines of being like, um, Nintendo don't realize that the future of their games is not on their own hardware or something. Yeah. Which is an interesting way of putting it. Um, but, you know, I think this is the other thing, is that, like, I can see where Phil Spencer is coming from in terms of, like, do I think Nintendo could make way more money by having their games or their software on other platforms? Yeah, probably. But at the same time, they're also making a fuck ton of money already. So I, I would disagree with you there. I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't think, think so. they could make more money by going onto other platforms. I think a big selling point to Nintendo is the exclusivity. Mm. Uh, and I'm, you know me, I'm not really for exclusivity. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of what Sony, how Sony behave. Uh, but I think Nintendo's biggest strength is the fact that all of their content retains its value by staying platform locked and staying restricted to these very limited storefronts and stuff like you can't buy um nintendo game keys from just anywhere you can only buy them from a very few registered outlets and i think one of the reasons they maintain their money is because every time they sell their game they sell the game 50 quid that is true you know unless you're buying it from like shop two or something but i don't i don't think now now that i've seen the scale of how this company operates in japan i don't think i don't think the uk sales are even a, a a footnote for them i don't think no. they even care about what's going on outside of japan yeah because because honestly man you have no idea like the level of reverence that company has out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it is everywhere like absolutely everywhere there was pokemon on the trains like on the screens on the adverts and stuff um and then there was pikmin pikmin was everywhere as well pikmin is used to advertise everything yeah uh, and then it was switched to like um like pretty much every mario was all over the place like it's, yeah. it's bonkers but I, i've heard that in japan nintendo is very liberal with their branding yeah it's everywhere yeah they just it's, let it's everyone have absolutely it. Everywhere. Yeah. And, and yeah it's used on everything like one of the i mean not from nintendo but a really good example is hello kitty was selling me diarrhea pills <laughs> uh which is mental and she also tried to sell me a storage unit <laughs> um but i'll go into that later like that's a whole thing <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this leak is, is pretty big stuff. But I don't think we really got too much to say about it no. other than it was just a bit shitty. Like, it's kind of sucks for them. Yeah, it I, sucks I for them. I do feel a little bit for Microsoft. Yeah. But it is interesting. Mm. Uh, but then the next point is the Unity drama, which I think oh, we've probably both got similar opinions on because this is just this is just egregious bullshit, isn't it? Well, like, it's horrible. it's just... Like, obviously, as people, I'm sure... Is your company affected by it as well? Because mine is. Um, like, yeah. I'd, 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 if, if it's okay with you, I'd prefer not to talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, you, you don't have to talk uh, about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk yeah. About. So the company I work for is affected by the Unity stuff. So, like, um, it's been interesting, uh, as in, like, seeing the stuff develop, like, how, how it's changed. Obviously, the we're quite late to this, talking about it, because there was the initial thing that they posted about their changes to basically for those who aren't aware, um, they were going to start charging a fee based on the number of installs of your, like, 
app or your game essentially so on, on a on per install player, basis as well yeah on a per install basis so yeah. what that means is that like um let's say you pl download uh ori in the blind forest and you install it on your xbox at home you also install it on steam maybe you install it at your friend's house on their xbox or whatever uh that would be three separate installs even though you yep. paid for the game once it's three separate installs and the developer would be charged from each install um even if you uninstall the game and reinstall it on your pc on steam another charge. that's another charge mm -hmm. so that don't was forget, just, just to add into that don't forget at that point as well they had no way to track any of that Yes, even though uh, th like, really like this, yeah, this was the crazy thing is that they said, and then people were like, obviously asking me like, okay, even if this was something that we were in support of, because obviously it's uh, like there were other things to do with like you know their intentions of basically being like, oh, you know, it would only charge, we would only charge you if you make a certain amount of profit or have a certain amount of users. It, it was over a certain, like, it was like three hundred thousand. Yeah. It's still, or it's still it? yeah. fucking stupid. It's just dumb. Like it's just a stupid idea, yeah, and then and then they were like, um, they said something along the lines, but yeah, it's people like, how would you track this number? And then they were like, oh uh, yeah, we have like a we have a way of tracking that. Basically, just saying like, trust us, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, we can I'm, see it, but it's it's in this hat that only I can look in. Yeah, like, exactly. And know. it was like, okay, um, you know, naturally, a lot of developers, especially indie developers, had a massive kind of like. Um, you know, outcry against it. There was a lot of stuff on Twitter, which was very interesting. Um, also, death threats as well. Which yeah, never acceptable. yeah, death death threats to the people at Unity, which is like not acceptable. Like bomb never threat, acceptable. There was a bomb threat to the Unity office. Some yeah, people yeah. are trying to say I don't know the source. Some people are trying to say that it was it was a psyop from inside Unity, but I think that's just kind of like people trying to be like, no, 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 it is fine for them to have all these horrible things. Either way, right. not great. Not great for the people at Unity, and as far as I'm aware, this was like basically like people internally at Unity were also fighting against this and kind of like got like worked around, as in like basically some C level people basically just stealth pushed this out mm. essentially. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people at Unity got blindsided by it. So anyway, uh, a lot of drama. Craziest things I saw was I think it was the Terraria devs was it Relogic were basically being like, oh, uh, we don't support we don't our game isn't in Unity but we also don't support this so we're gonna give a hundred thousand dollars in like donation to like open source game engines. It was yeah. crazy. Um, basically, all other game engines just had like a massive marketing boost from this <laughs> for free. Uh, which is I bet Unreal was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal, yeah. Unreal, just <laughs> sitting over there saying nothing, just being like, yep. eating glue in the corner, yeah, being just, well happy. Yeah. They're busy playing Fortnite, you know. <laughs> so they're just yeah, doing, yeah. literally doing Fortnite dances. Dabbing. Yes. Um, so it's recently, so since then, Unity have walked it back, and they have. Um, I need to have a full breakdown of like what the different things are, but basically they're saying like, about that far. Yeah, I mean that. But you know, now they're basically saying like either you can do a revenue share, or which is also less is less than Epic. So they're saying you can do a revenue share, or you can do the install based thing, and it's self-reported. So you would have to say how many installs. Um, your <laughs> I'd be has. like uh, one. No, we don't believe that. But well, I, I, I don't. I don't care. One. I one think, install. I think it's like whichever one is cheaper for you. They said. <laughs> Not sure. Again, it's just a bit like weird. I mean, it makes sense why Unity are doing these things because they are losing money 
um, and they need well, to Well, they're struggling money. as a company. Yeah, they're struggling they as a company. Yeah. Um, I think the main reason they're struggling as a company is because they keep giving... They're paying millions of dollars in executive pay packages to these people at the top who just seem to be killing the company. Um, yep. So, yeah, maybe... I don't know. Have a look at what's going on there. Um, but, uh, yeah. So that was the kind of what happened in the Unity drama, which was... But it, it, it does highlight another thing that is slightly unrelated, but it is related to the point. Uh, that Throughout all the, the, the growth of the internet in the, like the 2010s to 2015s, all of this stuff was free. And it was all being, they were all operating at a loss and, and we were all like, yeah, but they're making tons of money in advertising. Turns out, probably not. Yeah. These companies have just been operating at a loss for a very long time and yeah. they've just been, you know, dealing with investor money. It's interesting now to see when like it all comes to pass that it's not really making that much money to make all this free content. No. It's, in, it's interesting to me because, I mean, there are, there are companies that do obviously make free to play games that make a fortune. Yeah. But there's not many of them. It's, I, it's just interesting to see. I think it's. I think it's just. Yeah. Like. I feel like why didn't they just try and do a revenue share in the first place? Like kind of like what Epic do. Or just try and not be egregious bastards. Yeah. And just do something a little bit more friendly. Like, yeah. Because no one would have cared. I wouldn't have been like, yeah, okay, fine, we get this. You need to make some money. That's like, okay. I get that. And like, obviously, the real the real reason why they did the install thing is because they're not looking at indie developers. They're not no, of course they're not. At, they're looking at the mobile. They're looking at Pokemon Go, basically. Yeah. But the problem is, by doing that, the, the indie developers are going to get crushed by this yeah. decision because that three hundred thousand installs is if you if you if you were to just take it one for one and say three hundred thousand installs is three hundred thousand pounds, that's that indie developer dead. Yeah, they're gone. They have no chance to grow, and and that's what this is going to cause. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's, it's horrible. It is just a bit. It was just a fucking stupid idea. It's just gross. Yeah, like we yeah, don't need. Obviously, this. they're yeah, they're trying. They're trying to just target like uh, Hoyoverse and like Genshin and all these other people, but mm. you know the the mobile game developers. But yeah, just they didn't really think it through. Well, you know what? They did think it through because people at Unity were like, don't fucking do this yep and then the sea level people are like how about i do anyway because this just, is the thing with sea level people is they yeah, don't know their audience yeah it's just yeah. fucking stupid anyway let's move on so Ugh. capcom speaking of sea level people capcom people capcom president says that game prices are too low yep what uh, so this think? is a this is a translated article uh, from uh, a company called Nikkei. I don't even know if that's a reporting article or whatever, but this is where I've got the translation from. Uh, he's saying that development costs are about 100 times higher than during the Famicom era, but software prices have not gone up that much. Um, he also claimed that there needs to be pay rises, saying, considering the fact that wages are rising in the industry as a whole, I think raising unit prices, unit prices is a healthy option for business. Uh, and he says, just because there's a recession doesn't mean you won't go to the movie theatre or go to your favourite artist concert. High-quality games will continue to sell, he said. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you They're know... trying so hard to get the price of games up, aren't they? They really are trying. Yeah, I mean... So... I need to have sit down and have a, a bigger think of this and actually like look at the numbers and see like what's going on. Because like, the whole thing about like game prices not increasing is kind of true. Like There is truth to that. And like making games is fucking expensive, but the it real is. reason, but the real question is like, why is making games fucking expensive? For, well, I mean, there's lots of different reasons, but yeah. The thing like, is, it's a it's a self fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Because games are expensive because they keep putting the costs up to make them more realistic, more beautiful, blah blah blah. blah. But it's their own fault for doing that. 
if you don't want to make super realistic games, then don't charge so much for them. Mm. Like, you can't have both. You can't make super realistic, beautiful, incredible, deep games and charge the, the earth for them. That's why we have things like Game Pass and stuff now, because people just don't want to spend 70 quid on a video game. Yeah. They don't. Like, people don't. Like, it's it, it's it's too much money to spend on an entertainment product. Yeah. It's... And I think if, if Capcom are going to start putting their prices up, they're already a company that operate in a niche. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a shit time to make this kind of statement, given the, what, really the world, the world, the world the situation. World but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I need to actually. Yeah, I, I, I would also like to be. I would also be interested to hear how much he's paid. Probably more than you. I, oh yeah, a hundred percent. But you know, I would like, assume more than you. How, what's his compensation package looking like? That's what I'm always more like, than twelve pounds a year. The more the, the every time, any time I see any sea level person say say something along these lines, I'm just like, how how much are you getting paid? Post your numbers, man. Post your numbers. <laughs> see. Not Think up. About it. Yeah, yeah. Let's post your numbers. Come on. You got nothing to hide. Like it's just it's just another one of those filthy, greasy CEOs who are just clearly not in touch with their audiences. Yeah. I mean, Capcom, trying to sound like they know everything. Like Capcom are doing really well. So I'm like, yeah, they are doing. They're, they're having a smash year. Like, yeah. oh my god, with with uh, Resident Evil, yep. and Street, Street Fighter, Fight obviously. Six, yeah. Um, they, I mean, they've had they've had banger after banger after banger. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is not the time to start being like, well, we're having a great year. Let's take some more money. It's like yeah. maybe you're having a good time because you're doing it right. Yeah. Maybe back off a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but I'd, yeah, let's move on to the Nintendo Direct because this is a fun one to talk about. Oh, yes. do you, did you have more to say? Sorry, I no, you off. no, 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 no. I'm done with that. I feel like we need to refresh. I mean, even though this Nintendo, up. this Nintendo Direct, what what was your thoughts on it? <laughs> So average. Yeah, it was pretty. I, like, I don't yeah. even remember without looking at the recap list. I don't even remember what was revealed. <laughs> Honestly, the best thing that was revealed was F zero ninety nine, which is great. Have you played it's it? So funny. It's so good. It's so, so fun. Funny. <laughs> but in order of appearance, there was Princess Peach Showtime, where we got to see the yeah. many different faces of Princess Peach, and that she's going to have a kung fu version. She's going to be a chef. That game so looks like it's going to be pieces. real popular. It looks like it's going to be fun. It didn't really grab me, and that's unusual for me because Nintendo games usually tickle my fancy. Yeah. And this one, I just looked at and just thought, oh, this looks like another one of those, like, mistargeted games that doesn't really look like it's going to be much fun. I'm sure it is going to be fun though. I'm probably wrong. Mm. Uh, but then shortly after that, they announced the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door uh, remake. Yeah. People which like is that. fine. Yeah. It's a great game. I haven't played it myself, so I probably will grab that. Uh, I've heard nothing but great things about it, so let's go. Um, F-099 yeah. great what a, what a, another smash hit 99 game that they keep doing they keep bringing out these battle royale games that are just incredible yep. um, they've definitely got the con there they know what they're doing yeah. uh, an interesting one that I'm probably going to buy as well is the Tomb Raider 1 to 3 remasters oh yeah uh, which yeah these are interesting to me because I like the original Tomb Raiders so mm. I'll give these a play again and on the Switch I think that those are perfect playing games yes agree yep. hard agree <laughs> and then the great one Trombone Champ <laughs> Have you seen the different control systems you can use with the Switch? No. So there's one where you can hold the controller in your hand, specifically the left controller that's got the infrared bit on the bottom. Yeah. And you, you move your right hand like a trombone. So you move it up and down under the controller using the infrared as like a distance sensor. Yeah. All it's right. kind of that's like, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then obviously there's the standard way where you're uh, you've got the controller in handheld mode. Yeah. So you you've got the stick the Joy-Cons connected to the the screen and you move the the move the thing up and down. 
<laughs> with the whole console. Sitting on a plane and waving your console up and down. Yeah. Uh, and then there's obviously stick mode, which is just the standard mode. And then there's also motion sensor mode, which is where you just hold one of the controllers in your hand and you move the controller itself up and down. Yes. Uh, it looks fun. It looks silly. And there's a four-player mode, which is just what you want. Yeah. It looks really dumb. Which is it fine. Does. Yeah. Which is what Trombone Champ is. That's its niche. Yes. Uh, Prince Purge of the Lost Crown. Yeah. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. That's sure. Yeah, fine. I played. I played the 3DS version of the game. It wasn't very good. It was a bit boring. Mm. Uh, another code recollection. Okay. Uh, Bandle Tale: A League of Legends story. Ollie, these two. So Song of Nunu as well. Yeah, I, uh, Interested? No, not really. I think the League of Legends brand is a bit lost on me now at the moment. It feels like it's just dying away. Like they tried to bring it back and make it massive, and I don't think it's really had the impact they wanted it to. Yeah, League is not doing so hot right now. I'll say mm. that. I don't think. I I think people are kind of getting a bit tired. Of... I'm tired of it. I want something new. Yeah. I mean, I'm um, sure when I'm sure when Arcane Season Two comes out, people will be like, "Oh, it's League time, boys!" But like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's we'll a great see. show. Yeah, it was great. Um, Among Us fungal map, great. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I just who cares? I'm so I have so much brain rot. Class, so much brain rot. <laughs> Mario versus Donkey Kong the remake. Um... I'm just watching this now. I've so you said it was a remake. It's I... a re re remake of the DS one. Oh, okay. I didn't even know this was a game. I'm just oh, it's it's a it's a franchise that's sort of like it's like a spin off to the Mario series, and it's just not great. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Splatoon 3 Expansion Pass. Yeah, if you like Splatoon. Cool. Sure. Yep. Uh, I feel like Splatoon is another game that's sort of fallen off for a lot of people. Mm. Um, Super Mario RPG. Yes. I've already yeah. pre-ordered that. It's on its way. Um, now, Dave the Diver on Switch. This, yeah. is a, this is a game that should be great on the Switch. Do you agree? Uh, I think it should be great on the Switch. Is it, it should not, be. Is it just I'm playing the demo. The loading times are mental. Oh, like god. it's like two to three minutes between every single screen. Oh god, it can't be two minutes. So what? some well, maybe not two minutes, maybe thirty seconds, but it feels like several weeks. Um, every time I change screens, like it's a long time. Oh god. But and this is after playing um, Starfield, where yes, there are loading times, but they're basically nothing because I'm on the th- Series X. Yeah. You go from that to Dave the Diver, which is like a two point five D pixel art game. Yeah, because so, the whole point of that game is to relax and chill and not be stressed out. And loading screens are the exact opposite of that yes. point, where you're just staring at them. And you're just like, oh, come on! But it's a shame because the game does run really well on the Switch, apart from the loading times. Yeah. Uh, Wargroove two, cool. Yep. Great. Horizon Chase two, cool. Great. Uh, WarioWare Move it. Hey, I mean that game. Like, here's the thing. I'm probably I've I've come to the terms with it. I'm probably not going to play this game. I'm just glad they're making more Warrior work. Well, same. I love that they exist and they're so ridiculous. Yeah. Like the one where you have to lay an egg. Have you seen that mini game? Yes. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> this is like one of those things where like, if you handed me, if you asked if I wanted to play Warrior Wear, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I do. Will yeah. I sit down and play it in my own house? Probably not. No, but will I play it with friends? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Fuck yes. Maybe yeah, I will, but you know what? Maybe I'll uh... I want. I want to believe that I will try it and buy it. it yeah, but you're not really going to have time because you're going to be playing Detective Pikachu Returns. Uh, I uh, mean, wait. It does have that slowpoke with the hat. It does have it. that slowpoke. I hat. hate it. It should burn in hell. That's uh, uh, the hat's pretty good. Though. 
the final wave of the Mario Kart booster DLC. Yeah, man, booster course six. Cool, more courses for Mario Kart. Can never complain about that. And we've got um, Funky Kong joining us in that one. Uh, Diddy Kong's joining us. Um, Pauline and I think Pete Chet was the last character. Yes. Um, cool. And we've also got Daisy Sur- Circuit coming in, which is a very nice track. One of my favourites, in fact, Daisy Circuit. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, there was Spy X Anya. Oh, yeah. That crazy that that's a game but i mean mm. i'm sure spikes families are going to be fa- spikes family fans will probably quite like that yeah there was super crazy rhythm castle <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh contra operation galuga that's... this didn't look good yeah. i will be honest Who wanted i didn't ever this? like con well, i didn't ever like contra it's one of those games I... that's like a cult classic because it was so difficult i like contra but who asked for this, man? No one. No, no one wants this. Um, War Tales. Yep. Uh, Nora, new Amiibo figures. Uh, Zelda and Ganondorf. Surprise. Who sure. saw those coming? Great. And also Sora from Kingdom Hearts, which could be quite cool, actually. I might get yeah. that. Uh, Unicorn Overlord. Was Was there anything mm-hmm. worth mentioning? Or is, is, is We're nearly at the end of the reveal. Okay, so okay, it's okay. Saga Emerald Beyond. Great. Eastwood Octopia. Fine. Uh, a Uden Chronicle, I don't know what that means, and Battle Crush. So that was a Nintendo Direct, and I got to the end of it, but there was one reveal that isn't mentioned in that list that was pretty cool. Uh, they announced that there's going to be a second building at the Nintendo uh, location in Kyoto. Mm. I was standing next to that building, at, well, sitting next to that building in my hotel room as that was announced, and I saw it being unveiled oh, in wow. person. And it's a big grey building, much like the Nintendo building itself, but it's got a big question block on the top of it. Oh. And it was just sitting there, and no one knew what it was, and they just pulled the sign off it, and it just said, Nintendo. And I was like, oh, that was cool. That, it was cool to see that. That's pretty was cool. right next to it when it yeah. happened. That's very uh, cool. So that, was, that was fun. And also, um, a great yes. segue. A great segue into... Wait, I've tried to look at this. Cyberpunk Resurrected. Oh, fuck. I thought... I <laughs> yeah. forgot. I forgot. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so wait, let's talk in, about this in, one quickly. In, in, that, uh, wait, in that case, before we talk about Cyberpunk, what are your thoughts... Because I don't think we talked about it in the lot. I think we didn't see the direct when our, we recorded our last episode. But what do you think no, of we Super didn't. Mario Wonder? Uh, I've, I've pre-ordered it, but it's only because yeah. I've got the Nintendo vouchers, so I get the games for like 10 or off each. Right, um, okay, yeah. I think it looks fine. It looks like I'm going to enjoy it. It's a plain game. Yeah, it looks fun. Looks like, it looks like maybe maybe it's time for me to actually sit down and play a 2D Mario game again. Yeah. I don't think if you don't I, 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 if you don't like previous 2D Mario games, there's nothing about this that you're going to enjoy. I I think apart from the annoying talking flowers, which everyone's going to love. So here's the thing: is that I, you know, I wouldn't it, again. It's like WarioWare, right? It's like I would probably sit, I'd probably play this on the tube and quite enjoy it. But then if you if I was going to sit, I don't think I'd sit down at home and play it. So maybe it'll be no. a good tube game. I still haven't finished Zelda. I still haven't. I, I, Get it done. I, okay, I've got... Spoiler. For one minute. One minute spoiler. I have gotten Minoru. So I got okay. the golem. I'm just doing the bit where you're walking the golem towards something in the underground. Like I literally You've just got, built like... her. How Ten long is minutes that? of game left to go. Is that not that far? Yeah, it's like you're at the end. You've, you've, you're there. Okay, great. You've, you've got you've got the boss run to come. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Good. 
Get it, get it done. I should just finish you it. I should just, just, I should just finish it. I should just finish right. It. Let's anyway. talk about Cyberpunk quickly because yes. apparently the expansion is bloody good. Yeah, apparently it's racing very highly. They're saying that it's completely rebuilt the game in a way that you wouldn't really notice the game's been rebuilt until you actually get into it. And mm. all the systems have been updated to feel more logical. Everything makes more sense now, and it just feels like a way. It feels like the game that should have been released. Yeah. Is what people are saying. Um, I haven't heard much about the expansion content itself, other than it's great. Uh, but just overall, the game, the patch that has, has gone live with the expansion is supposedly just bloody brilliant. It's well worth going back and starting again, which I'm happy about because I recently bought it on Xbox for a couple yeah. of quid and then didn't install it. So. I have I have bought it I have bought it on Steam a while back, played like one hour, and I was like, cool, and then yeah. didn't play it again. So maybe, maybe now I'll play it and I'll be like, actually, this is pretty good. Well, do you remember the version I had of of the game? I had yeah. it on Stadia. Yes. Which, which obviously, crazy. you know, I don't have access to that anymore. But yeah. now I've got it on my Xbox. I can sit down when I finally do get some time to get round to it. I'm definitely going to play it because it does look bloody good. Like mm. it, it, and it plays beautifully on Xbox. Like in performance mode, you get a, a solid 60 f FPS. Uh, it's super silky smooth, and it's just lovely. Like yeah. it looks amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna play that. I was thinking about um, buying a new PC soon, anyway. So maybe if I I was looking at one new, recently. Yeah, if I buy a new PC, that would be a good game to play it on. At, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I was genuinely looking at buying a new PC, but halfway through looking at the parts, I got really like a, a ton of choice paralysis, where I just kind of yeah. looked at everything and just went, "Oh, there's too much to think about, and I don't want to do this." Yeah, it's a lot. But so speaking of how we're we gonna segue into this, speaking of electronics that are wild and crazy and overwhelming and also uh, cyberpunk as a genre and the inspirations of it and sushi because yeah. when you chop people up in cyberpunk you could <laughs> technically make them into sushi <laughs> i have been to japan finally and Is and ollie yeah we're going to move on to it because we've talked enough about yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, neither gonna... of us have played it so i was going to ask you, is this your first time Yes. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Sorry, please. Um, so I had some... I've, I've still got two weeks holiday to use, by the way, so I'm going to go somewhere else and, and probably somewhere crazier. Uh, but I've got four weeks holiday to use before the end of the year, and I decided, um, at, as a, on a random whim, sod it, let's finally go to Japan. I'm 40, I'm, I'm not going to get any younger, and I want to enjoy it while I'm still young enough to kind of walk around and not be out of breath and knackered or whatever. Yeah. So booked it up uh it was relatively in fact it was surprisingly cheap got the price uh, the flights for just over a thousand pounds for the return flights mm-hmm. um and that that included one way uh doing premium economy so like the middle class yes uh because i use my air miles to do that and accommodation in total cost me 700 pounds right so that's what two grand for flights yeah, and roughly. accommodation yeah. Yeah. and then i took 750 quid in yen and I thought, you know, while I'm out there, I'll probably use my credit card. Oh, my credit card. I don't have a credit card. Sorry, my debit card. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll use that for everything else. And then I also bought the rail pass, which was 200 and something pounds. Yes. I got like 10% or 15% off it or something because I found a deal. Uh, and I was like, okay, bish, bash, bosh, ready to go. I, I booked Airbnb. So I was going to landing in landing in Tokyo. So I, the, the airport I landed in was called Tokyo Haneda, mm-hmm. which is on the uh, on the sea. Uh, on the like the middle of Tokyo, like right in the middle of Tokyo, um, and then I was going on to Kyoto after f- five days in Tokyo, four days in Kyoto, four days in Osaka, and then two more days in Tokyo, totaling what fifteen days I think it was. Yeah. Um, 
And then to get from Tokyo to Kyoto, I took the bullet train, the Shinkansen. And from Kyoto to Osaka, I took the normal overground, but you use the Shinkansen tickets to do that. And then from Kyoto back to uh, Tokyo, you take a normal like national rail type train to get to Shin Osaka. And then you go from Shin Osaka to Tokyo on the bullet. Right. Um, And it is genuinely the best holiday I've ever been on in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I, you cannot compare this holiday to anything else because it's just so wild and the toilets oh my (laughs) god my ass has never felt so wonderful as it has on this two-week adventure of colonic wonder it was incredible (laughs) those toilets are i I, so i spoke to a few people that have come back from it and the first question they always ask is though what do you think of the toilets and i'm like they're amazing it's like yes and you can't get them in the fucking uk because you can buy them Plumbers won't install them because electrics and water and toilets is not really a popular thing. So I'm guessing this is bidets, right? Yeah, they're called uh, shower toilets is what they refer to them as. Right. And they have little buttons that squirt water at your bum or squirt water at your front bum if you're a lady. Uh, or you can press both if you want to have a bit of a wild time. <laughs> uh, and then some of them have massage modes where you get like a little spraying thing going underneath you. Uh, one of them, on the last, I thought I'd hit them all because one of them had Wi-Fi in it. Uh, and, and another <laughs> one played music. And then I thought I'd seen it all, but then the last day, one of them had a blow dryer in it that blow dries your bum. What? Problem being is when you've just done your business and you put a blow dryer on, you get a pretty, pretty heavy smell coming from the toilet. And you're just like, oh, that's, that was a mistake. I'm not doing that one again. Yeah. They took it too far. They've gone too far. It's, it needs to stop. That, that needs to stop. Yes. Uh, but otherwise, the toilet's spotlessly clean, beautiful. That was probably the, the first little bit of culture shock I got when I got there. Because I sat on the toilet and I was like... Oh, sorry, I stood in front of the toilet because I was going to have a wee-wee. Uh, but you're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to stand up when you're using the toilets in Japan. You have to sit down no matter what you're doing. Oh, really? It's clean. Yeah. Always. So, so I started to respect the, you know, the environment. I thought, okay, cool. And then started to press the buttons. And I was like, what? Uh, it's okay. It's fine. This is nice. I like this. It's fine. We're yeah. good. And then I marched out of the airport, got to my hotel, and was immediately back on the toilet again. I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> put the jets on. Put the fucking full, full speed up. So I'm swearing. Um... But other than the toilets, there's the, you, you've not been to Japan, have you? No, not yet. You have to go. Yeah. I, I cannot stress enough, on your own or with a partner, don't go as a big group because it will suck with a big group. Go with the two of you and you will have the most unforgettable trip. Yeah. You can't do it wrong. It's not possible to do the trip wrong. No matter what you do, you're going to have an experience. And it is just 24-7 um, like stimulus. Yeah, it's 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 incredible, and the closest experience you can get to it is playing Persona Five. You have no idea how close that game is to the actual <laughs> reality of Japan. I'm not joking. Yeah, it's so close to how Japan feels. Yeah, like Shibuya in that is almost a carbon copy of Shibuya. It's like I did the crossing. You know the Shibuya crossing, yeah, the famous crossing. Yeah, crossing. Yeah. I did that multiple times because that's an experience in itself. Um, everything's a shopping mall. There are shopping malls absolutely everywhere and the city is yeah, infinite i feel like that's very asia you just have it is that they, they love their malls but but they're a size that you, you can't comprehend yes so if you, if you imagine i mean we both worked at the same office you remember our previous office yes yeah if you take that and times it by 30 in every direction it, it, it it's in the whole building yes you, you've got one more Oh my god! And in, in in most areas of the city there's like 10 malls connected together yeah and they're underground they're all over like it's it's mental um Video games are massively celebrated. Sorry, I'm going to go on forever, and no, I, no, you no, have to stop no, no, me. No, 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 I will not stop you. This is like, the point. Yeah. Video games are massively celebrated out there. There is no shame for sitting on the tr- on the train and playing Pokemon on your Switch because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. And people are so polite and so friendly and so well behaved. 
Mm. Like, yes, they're an oppressed nation. They've got a, a very oppressive regime from their government, but it's wonderful. We need that. But like, I want that in the UK. We need oppress me government. It's, it's so lovely. Like everyone queues up, and and they're in the right place to queue. No one's yeah. cutting. No one's pushing. No one's shoving or or just being a prick. Everyone is lovely, and and. You want to give up your seat for other people. It doesn't matter if they're old or young or fat or thin or pregnant or whatever. You want to give your seat up for other people because you want everyone to be happy. No one uses their phone on public transport like to make a phone call. Yeah. And if they do accidentally get a phone call, they immediately go to the back of the carriage, put it on silent and apologize. It's, it's so good. Mm. And it's all air conditioned as well because it's obscenely hot out there. It was like 35 to 40 degrees every day and super humid. Oh so I was God. drenched the entire yeah. time. Yeah, and as soon as you walk into the air conditioning, season. it's lovely. I did yeah. go in the hot... Well, the end of the hot season. Yes. There was a typhoon as I landed, by the way, which oh stopped me God. from going on a few bits and pieces, but that's a whole different thing. Holy um, but the point being is all of the underground is air conditioned. So yeah. you go down yeah. into the metro. You know, in London, you go to the metro and you might yeah, as well walk into a... Just oven. You're it's like you walk into a rabbit's ass, Like, it's, yeah. it's <laughs> gross. In Tokyo, you walk down the stairs and it's just lovely. Like... It's so cool and it's so peaceful. Yes, there's people everywhere, but there's people in, in the right order and everyone's doing the right thing and no one's pushing. And, yeah. oh, oh, and you've got the convenience stores, which I miss so much. The convenience right. stores are so good. Sorry, Wait, I'm going to go on forever. Did, did, so, so I know in Japan there's three different convenience stores. I think it's like the big ones, which are like cool. seven. Oh, yeah, it's like, sure. like 7-Eleven, Family yep. Mart, yep. Orsons, yep. and then what's that fourth one? Daily Yama, Yamote, I think it's called, okay, or Yakote yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you, do you know they all specialise in a different thing? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me what you think. Oh, I, 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 I learned so much about this. I, heard, I heard that they specialise, but I don't know what they each specialise in. But I can't remember what the individual brand, to, but one specialises in soft serve ice cream. <laughs> one specialises in bread, which is Daily Yamamoto. That's the bread one. Right, okay. You get really good bread from there. Um, the 7-Elevens are really good for fried chicken. So if you want to get right, things okay. like chicken karage and stuff, that's where you get that from. Yeah. And then one specialises in... What was the last one? Actually, I can't remember. I, 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 it's not important. Mm. Uh, but each one you go to for different things. But let me tell you now, these convenience stores shit all over everything we've got in yeah. the UK. Yeah, that's what like, I've heard. We've got Tesco Express. And every time yeah. you go into a Tesco Express, it's like you've stepped into the job centre and you're having the worst day. Like, Because <laughs> it, it, everyone's grumpy, everyone's angry, they're dirty, there's rats, there's <laughs> monkeys, there's all kinds of... I mean, this is an exaggeration, but you walk into a place of sadness. You walk into these convenience stores, you get greeted, you've got lovely music playing, you've got air conditioning. The food is really high quality. Like, I was buying the little onigiri rice balls, which are about... 15 to 20p. Yes. These rice balls are, which in American in American money is $64,000. I don't know what the conversion rate is. Yeah. Um, it's that they're like less than a dollar for an onigiri, so like 50 cents. Yeah. Uh, and they're really good. Really good. Uh, I found the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. These little, like, you know, Maxi Bonds, if I say Maxi Bond? Yes, I know what Maxi Bond is, yeah. So imagine a Maxi Bond that's just all wafer. So, so a Maxi Bond inside a wafer. Huh. Okay. Incredible, these things were. like, And they're, they're again, like, less than a pound. Um, the uh, the coffee, incredible, because it's all hand-pour coffee there. Yeah. So they do hand-pour drip, which I bought a hand-pour drip kit now, and I'm just about, I'm waiting for the water filter to fill up, actually, and tomorrow morning I'm going to have a hand-pour hand coffee. Oh, lovely. Because uh, th there's a brand called Hoshino Coffee, which um, is owned by the Nippon Company. You know, Nippon, the people yes. that make uh, cup noodles, which yes. are worshipped out Wait, there, by Nissan, the way. do you mean? 
Nissin, sorry, not Nippon. Yeah. Nissin, yeah, you're yeah, right. Nippon is just Japan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shut up. Um, look, I was there, bloody gaijin, uh, <laughs> which I got called, by the way. I got called a cheese-scented gaijin by someone, which was quite funny. Wait, really? Yeah, because I, 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 on my second day, I was like mega sweaty sitting on the tube, and I sat next to this woman, and she could tell that I was gross and i knew i stank because I, I mean I, i'd been sweating for hours and doing like a hike yeah uh, sat on the train and, and uh she she wasn't japanese she was like what was she like something central european she she just went filthy cheese scented gaijin wow <laughs> the only time i got any trouble out there was that there was no yeah. other problems um but yeah so uh i've, I've completely lost what i was talking about we, we, the convenience stores um just the cleanliness it's spotless like yeah I, it's absolutely spotless the city is like there's no chewing gum on the floor there's no trash because there's no bins so you yeah. carry your trash with you whenever you get like drinks out of vending machines like, next to most vending machines are, are, are drinks disposal so they're little like bottle shaped disposal units that you put bottles in you don't put anything else in there yeah and you carry all your trash home with you and then you separate your trash at home yes uh i stayed in airbnbs and they were all lovely apart from the last one which was a bit sketchy but it was still fine uh, but that was right in the middle of Shinjuku, where I stayed for the last place. So I purposely picked a place that was right in the middle of everything, but a little bit cheaper. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, the electronic stores, my God, you 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 would die if you if you walked in and saw one. Yeah. It's 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 nerd heaven. I can imagine. And they're so big, like uh, the scale is just ridiculous. Like they're like nine floors, and each floor is dedicated to a different like type of thing. So. One floor's air conditioners, the next floor's vacuum cleaners and cam- cameras. Uh, then there's suitcases, and then there's like an entire floor dedicated to entertainment. So you've got Nintendo Switch, you've got PlayStation, you've got one shelf of Xbox because Xbox doesn't really exist out there. Yeah. And then you've got action figures, you've got um, Pokemon, which is everywhere and and, and revered. Uh, you've got your four big brands. You've got Shin-Chan Crayon, the Shin-Chan character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hello Kitty, obviously. You've got um, uh, Sanrio characters. Oh, Sanrio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which are very, very popular. The main one was um, Pom Pom uh, Purin. Purin, yeah, Purin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was everywhere. Um, surprisingly, not much Sailor Moon. I thought Sailor Moon was going to be everywhere, but not. Mm. Uh, Pikmin is a massive brand out there now. Um, there was a Pokemon art festival going on while art festival going on while I was out there, so there was a lot of Pokemon art. Oh, cool. Um, it's it's just you you oh, you have to go. You, and it costs <laughs> it costs nowhere near as much as you think it does. Really, like it's so cheap. Like the food, I was spending two to three pounds, uh, maybe four pounds actually, to be a bit more generous. Um, I was spending about four pounds per meal. Yeah. Um, so like I was getting sushi that you'd easily pay like up to a hundred pounds for in London, and I was paying like eight pound for a um, like a full sushi set, like a full meal. Yeah. Or four pounds just for like the regular set. Uh, ramen costs absolutely nothing, and it's always good. Um, you can get um, uh, tempura everywhere, which is great. The conveyor sushi is wonderful. Um, I found this little sushi place in Kyoto that was like under a staircase, completely unassuming. You'd never even know it was there. Walked in. It's ran by an 80-year-old couple, a male and a female couple, who don't speak a word of English, but they were so happy that I'd come in and pick their place. And the, the guy tried to explain to me, because you use Google Translate for everything. Yeah. Uh, the guy tried to explain, he's like, okay, so uh, what, what do you want? Do you want sushi, tempura, or noodles? And I said, sushi. And he goes, okay, let me feed you. Like, in, he tried to explain in Japanese he was going to feed me. Yeah. So he made this little plate of, like, 
appetizer sushi and gave it to his wife and she walked although he's standing right in front of me with like a bar in between us and she walks all the way around the restaurant to give it to me and i'm the only person in there at this point yeah and puts it in front of me bows says thank you arigato gozamas and tells me to enjoy my meal so mm. i had it and i was like okay this is great three hours of that oh my of god just constantly being fed like all kinds of sushi coming out like tuna belly sushi uh octopus sushi um Things I couldn't even describe or understand what it was, but it was all mind-blowingly good. Oh so good. God, and uh, do you know how much it cost? Like, I, I easily ate about 150 quid's worth of sushi, and it cost me £7.80. What the fuck? Like, and that, that was also with like three or four pints of Asahi yeah. uh, tap beer. Yeah. So ice-cold tap beer. Um, and then a couple of like Japanese people came in, some workers came in, and they were not happy to see like a, a foreigner in there, but yeah. very quickly warmed to me and like were clinking my glass and stuff. Didn't speak a word of English, and I didn't speak a word of Japanese, but we still managed to have a great evening. Yeah, uh, they were like high fiving me and, and whatever. It was just <laughs> oh god, and 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 That's Tokyo amazing. to Kyoto, completely different. But Kyoto is a wonderful like cultural heaven. Mm. Uh, Tokyo is definitely a, a like a high tech mecca. Uh, and, and the weird part is, so here's an interesting thing. Um, London is a very two-dimensional city when you actually think about it because all of London exists on the ground floor. Yes. Because everything above the ground floor is usually like apartments or accommodation or offices. Yeah. In Tokyo, every single floor is something. Yeah. And and, and it's everywhere. Like, uh, most buildings are like nine stories and each floor is a different business that does a different thing. And you have to go up and explore it, otherwise you'll miss so much stuff. Yeah, it's very dense, right? Very, very dense. Yeah. Like it's 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 a city that you can see is not built outwards first, it's built upwards first. Yes. And and once it's built upwards to a point where it can't sustain anymore, it, it moves out a block and then it builds again. But I went to the top of a lot of the tall buildings so I could see across the city and stuff and, and most of the time when you go to the top of the, the tall buildings, it is city to the horizon in every direction. And it's not just like mini city, it's skyscrapers like almost canary wharf style skyscrapers just infinitely forever it's incredible it's such an incredible place and i really want to go back like i i could talk for hours oh yeah. know, have you seen the thing about the bowing deer as well yes yeah, yeah, yeah. i really go? do bow a lot yeah I, I, of course i went yeah uh, ben ben was actually the one that told me to go to that one i'm really glad yeah. i did because that is a really good day out and a very unique experience is it nara park nara park yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's great as well so one of the best parts about that is there's a lot of like instagrammers that are trying to get the like the disney princess style video yes and i watched this one woman who was like she'd found a baby deer in amongst all these like really big gruff deer <laughs> and she found the baby deer. She was just trying to do this video and this massive deer walked up to her and just bit her up Oh my god! <laughs> like you can hear me in the background going, "Yeah, get her." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets annihilated by a herd of deer that just run through. Oh, just my takes god. her out. She goes flying. It was it was what? so funny. <laughs> she wasn't hurt, so it was okay to laugh. Yeah. Um, the food, unbelievable. Yeah, the, it's the food. The, the, oh just just everything, and and the secondhand shops. Like you could spend a month going around these shops, and you wouldn't see ten percent of them. Yeah. Like. It's incredible. That's... I bought so much stuff. Yeah, that's what I've heard, uh, is that, like, when you go to Japan, you just take, like, another suitcase, an empty suitcase. I, I bought another suitcase while I was out there. Yeah, and yeah, filled yeah. It with to suitcase. bring everything back. Oh, yeah, God. it was oh, so good, though. But, but that there is nothing about it that is worse than what we have in, in the UK. Hmm. It's it's all better. And I know that sounds like, like recency bias, but it really is just a better place than what we have. Yeah, we need we need an oppressive government. We need our government to destroy us. <laughs> oppressive government. We need it. 
It's just so good. It's so good. Okay. So, so that was my Japan trip. Do you have any questions? I was gonna. Yes, yes. Thank you for the present. Thank you for the TED talk. Thank you for the presentation. Um, I was gonna ask. Did you go to any bars? Any co- like did. interesting, weird bars? I did. Okay. Uh, I went to the Golden Guy. Which I went to Golden the, Guy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Which is the the bar area of like it's a network of tiny bars with like six to eight seats in each bar. Yeah, it's like loads of tiny bars, right? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Like actually brilliant. Such a unique experience. Each one was themed differently. One was like Western themed. Another one was like um, anime themed. There was uh, one that was just bubbles. Um, it was just oh, Golden Guy was good. Enough. I did go to a gay bar as well, and it was a bit boring. Uh, they gave me a load of free drinks and they kept stroking my beard. Um, so I walked past and they were like, "Oh, we love your beard. Can we can we touch it?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." Yeah. Um, and they said, "Oh, can we give you some drinks?" So I was like, "Yeah, sure." I sat in the bar for an hour. I got like four or five gin and tonics for free and then just left. Wow. I mean, it was fine. Uh, that was in Shin Shibuya or Shinjuku. I think Golden Guy Shinju- is in Shinjuku. Yeah. Not that wasn't the Golden Guy. That oh, okay, that was a different, okay, was a different, different thing. Okay, yeah. Uh, but the Golden Guy was like, it's just a little like small street of really cool bars yeah uh see so yeah, i did that that was that was great I, definitely an experience like you have to go and do it and also by the way this city is designed to be on your own or in a couple yes it's yeah. not designed for anything bigger for a than big that group. yeah and, and you could easily get around on your own and, and you're welcomed it, the, the, oh, the crane games and the gacha machines they're everywhere mm. oh god i want to go back so badly oh, man. so yes so i did go to some bars what other questions do you have for me on my wonderful trip that was amazing best uh, best in so you told me the story of like the meal you had where that person yes. served you. The sushi meal. What is the best individual thing that you ate? It was that. It was that sushi. Just that sushi. It, it was. It that, was yeah. mind blowing. But I don't know if you've seen on social media. You've probably seen on Instagram. There's a a very famous Japanese chef that makes the um, uh, kichi kichi omo rice. It's called. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Motu, I motu, went to that motu. restaurant. Oh, you went there. <laughs> yeah. Was he yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. He got, uh, there's a video of me talking to him, and like, uh, so Japanese TV were doing a special while while I was there, and I'm interviewed for Japanese TV as well. Yeah. Um, oh. Wow. But yeah, like, 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 I went and sat and had the whole show because again, that was a Ben recommendation. Yes. So yeah. you have to go at three o'clock in the afternoon and queue up to try and get a cancellation seat. And oh wow. Okay. Yeah. The restaurant has, I think, thirteen seats. Mm. So that's couples and one spare for for single travelers. And I was very lucky that I got a space one space yeah and i'll be honest the food wasn't great it was very average mm. but the show is incredible yeah it's so good to watch like watching you, him you're, do you're it, not right? paying for the food you're paying for the show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was great like and, and he's just as like um charismatic charismatic and and um you know when you're a bit bonkers but you're rich what's that what's that word <laughs> what's the word so it begins with an e uh eccentric eccentric thank you yes very eccentric but um but fun and he he kept hugging me and stuff which was lovely um so yeah that was cool that was a really good event and that was in kyoto uh and my hotel was like just around the corner from that place so that was lovely yeah um i saw a geisha oh and i think i might have nearly been killed um because you're not supposed to talk to geishas or look at them or engage them in any way because they're going between their like um things but this one was getting out of a big, like, traditional house and getting into a very, very expensive-looking car. And I sort of nearly bumped into her, and I said, oh, I'm sorry. And immediately, this guy that was covered in tattoos jumped out and just started screaming at me. 
What? Like, you don't talk to the geisha. You don't look at the geisha, but in Japanese, in in English, but Japanese accent. Um, and I, or I'm pretty sure I may have had an interaction with the the yakuza. Oh, because really? He was terrifying. Like muscled for days, lean as anything, but just covered in tattoos and muscle. And he was really angry with me. Oh no! <laughs> so I apologised like very seriously and walked away. And I said, "I'm very sorry. I didn't understand." Uh, just, just literally, just apologised to her because I thought I was going to bump into her. Uh, but that was cool. Saw a geisha and then took a picture of her, and that was probably a bad idea to do as well. Oh! oh. <laughs> I didn't realise at the time. I was only thinking back on it, and I was like, "Ooh, I think I might have been killed that night." Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was in. Uh, where was I? Um. It was Kyoto, but it was in the Geisha district, mm. and it was in the middle of the night. Um, I did a cool thing where, in, uh, where was I? In, again, in Kyoto. No, no, in Osaka. I went um, like 10 miles south of where I was staying and walked all the way back to my apartment uh, at night just to see what it was like to kind of have that experience. It's incredible. Like it's it, It's just incredible to walk through the city at that time of night and see the city doing its thing away from all the tourists. Yeah. Because uh, you're completely safe out there as well. The, the crime rate is basically nothing. Yeah, um, it's like free safe to walk around and stuff. Yeah, right? there's no pickpockets. There's no there's no one approaching you to try and sell you stuff or there's no one like trying to scam you. It, you are so safe in the streets. Yeah. You know, you know the, have you seen the vending machines as well? Yes, yeah. They, yeah. they are everywhere, every street corner, and they are brilliant. Like There's this coffee called Boss Coffee. Yeah. Oh, God, so good. <laughs> The cafe latte for if if anyone's listening and they go to Japan, the cafe ule in the uh ye- the yellowy creamy cans with the Zelda thing on the back of them, mm. best coffee you'll ever drink. So oh good. My God. Yeah. Uh, uh, any other questions about my trip? I think I think we can <laughs> I, save I some. Forever about we can it. save some. I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds amazing, man. I, it, I do it really is go. as good as you think it is. It's, yeah. It's it's the ultimate. Um, the, the the big downside though. Is anywhere I go next is not going to be anywhere near as good as that trip. Mm. It just won't be. And think... guess where I'm off to uh, on Sunday? Texas. Texas. Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, man. Have yourself a big steak. No, yeah. I'm going to have uh, some tacos. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, go and hang out in the city. Go to the bars and stuff. I always enjoy Texas. So I'll go every couple of months. And oh, okay. Then, yeah. If you've been before, but... then. You know, multiple times like, it's for work so yes oh, okay cool, cool, cool. Yeah. but yeah I, mean, I got off the plane from tokyo last friday and now i'm getting on the plane on sunday to go to texas oh, so God. yeah i'm flying a lot in <laughs> and then Mr. i'm probably going to go to korea oh wow yeah, yeah so no. i'm looking in november to do south korea mr worldwide over here i know mr mr has too many holiday days and a little bit too much money saved up that's okay i know, uh, that. I know that. well the thing is i budgeted a certain amount for tokyo for japan and spent way less than I budgeted, like a th- more than a thousand pounds less than I budgeted. So I'm now putting that money towards a second holiday, and I'm just thinking, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you you absolutely have to go. Go yeah. with your partner if you can as well, because the partner experience would be amazing. I was on my own, and it felt a bit weird for the first half a day. Yeah. You quickly get over it, and and suddenly the city is just like your. The, the, the best part about going on your own is that you're not playing to anyone else's timetable and you can see so much stuff you probably wouldn't see if you were in a couple. Yeah. Which, which is not a negative thing to say against couples, but um, you just get to see so much more of everything. And, and, and like, I went to see that. I don't know if you've seen the 10,000 Gates, the the 
the like the red arches that are going up the hills. Yes, yeah, yeah, seen yeah. Seen that yeah. in Kyoto? Yes. That is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life, and it really is 10,000 of them or tor- more. Tori Gates, I think, yeah. Yeah, the Tori Gates. It's the yeah. Fushi Inari, I think it's called, because it's on the Mount Inari. Um, I did that at 5.30 in the morning, and it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. Because going up the mountain would, took about two hours, and then coming back down, there was a queue of people trying to go up a, a mountain. Like a oh queue God. of thousands of people. Yeah. So that's one. You, if you do go, like that's one that you should do early and do it really early. Okay. Because it's you know that that kind of stuff is open twenty four seven. So because it's not a, an attraction, it's just a thing on the yeah, side of the hill. Yeah, just you walk right. Yeah, yeah. you walk through. Yeah, Fushimi yeah. Inari. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. <sighs> yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna. And also, it. I I did take a selfie outside the Nintendo building as well. Of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, you have <laughs> to, right? You have to. You do, but you get there and there's just some security guard that's just like, oh fuck's sake. It's like your like, church. It's yeah, okay. but it's, they, they look at you like it's another nerd. But I did do something really cool. I, I installed Pokemon Go and caught a load of Pokemon from Nintendo uh, that were outside the building. Uh, so now I've got all my Nintendo Pokemon that come from where they grow. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, like, honestly, I could go on forever about it. It's just such an unforgettable trip. Mm. So good. And and the markets as well. God, the food markets. I went to the, Nis- I think it is called Nishin something market. Very famous. It's a fish market. Yeah. And I watched the auction taking place, and I watched um, an auction of this big blue tuna, and then I watched it go into the the bar like two or three steps away from where the auction was taking place, and he started to cut it up and prepare it, mm. and then I had the tuna that he was making on sushi ten minutes after it had been killed. Like, I mean, not to say it's great to see kill fish or anything, but yeah. you know, fish are food. Um, oh, God. Just just go. Yeah. Just go, go to Japan. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely going to go. Speaking. So, yeah, I'm sorry... For waffling on. No, so no, no, long. no. That's what we. That's what this section was for. It was for clock. <laughs> the clock goes to Japan section. It was all about me. It's okay. It's okay. But and look. Also, and to finish off as the final point, I think the Counter Strike servers just went down. <gasps> I think oh it God. might be time. Wrap us up, clock. Happened. Wrap us up. Well, <laughs> this has been episode 84 of the Sunfire Tavern, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we've been talking about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV and Japan, uh, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing all these hot topics, which have included the Microsoft leak, the Unity drama, the Capcom uh, president saying that game prices are too low, the Nintendo Direct, and Cyberpunk remastered, uh, resurrected, sorry, and obviously we spent a long time talking about my Japan trip, which if anyone's listening, which I doubt you are, yeah. uh, go, go to Japan. Book it, 100%. get out there, you will not regret it. It's it's brilliant, it's super easy to get around, it's a lot cheaper than you think it is, and you will just have an amazing time. Mm-hmm. So, you can follow us on threads, Instagram, at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your, pod, wherever you get your podcast services. Uh, and if you'd like to send us your questions or comments, please use the Google form, which is linked in the podcast information blurb, or drop us an email at sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie, any final words? Um, go to Japan and yes. prepare for Counter Strike Two. <laughs> oh, one little extra thing as well. You only need four phrases in Japan. Do you know what they are? Those four phrases. Oh, um, sumimasen. Uh, yes, which is which means uh, excuse, like sorry or excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Can you help me? Hello, or how to yeah. get away to attention? Yep. Um, gochisho shamadesta, which means like thanks for the meal. That maybe you don't need that one. I forgot no, which, which, which is the one which is like uh, ask for the chef's recommendation. Which one is? I it? can't remember it, but I was, I used that once, and it yeah. was that that was that was what I said at the sushi place. Yes. And apparently that just means f- feed me until I die. 
is what that means. Uh, <laughs> there's Itodakimasu, which if oh, you want to see, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to see a Japanese person bow a thousand miles a second, say Itodakimasu. They love that. That that get that gets yeah. them way going. Because um, <laughs> no one says it. No one says like, it, which means I am humble and honoured for the meal that you've given me. I'm yeah. about to eat. Oh, also, uh, also, also, sume wa nandeska. I think that's what do you recommend. Or what do you recommend? Sume, yeah, yep. sume nandeska. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, there is also obviously arigato gozaimasu. Yeah. So course. you've got uh, you've got arigato, which is thank you, and then you've got arigato gozaimasu, which is thank you yeah. thank deeply. Very, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Which arigato is, which is, gozaimasu. But literally, you will be saying that phrase back to back the entire time you're there. You'll be arigato gozaimasu, arigato gozaimasu, arigato gozaimasu. Yeah. Everywhere you'll be bowing. <laughs> Because everyone says it, it's, it's almost like a greeting. Yes. Um, so what have we got? We've got Sumimasa and Arugata Gazamas, um, Itodaki Mas, and there was another one, but I forgot it. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Google Maps is the other Google, the Google, yeah. Google Maps. Google Maps. Uh, <laughs> okay. But this has been Clark <laughs> Senpai <laughs> and Ollie, <laughs> Ollie Chan. Yeah. Yeah, Oriba-chan, Oriba-chan. If you can, edit in a big like gong at the end of the thing as well. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'll play us out instead of the outro theme. I'll just do the just a gong. Yeah, that that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to describe that. They're like the wooden blocks going. Yeah, do that. All right, right. Anyway, we've clearly gone mad. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.